Catcher, I was good because I had a good arm. Oh yeah, and but let, but uh, you were a southpaw for right, pitching, right? And I was catching. I was good because I was quick to like it wasn't a long distance for me to stand up. You know what I mean? So if, to throw the ball, it wasn't that hard. Mm. I'm not like a length, like a you know you don't see like a six foot five guy behind the plate because it's they're too lengthy, right? They're they're like lummets up there. Yeah, you're right. And their knees would be. They, uh, their knees, right? It's a little hard on their knees. Hard on. <laughs> hard I just on. had a hard time playing catcher sometimes because they never had a back catcher. You know how those back catcher mitts where they're real padded? Yeah. I, I always had to use my regular baseball glove because I was fucking left-handed, right? Oh, uh, yeah. So, if fuck, by the end of the game, your fucking palm, oh, she was fucking oh, yeah. sore. I believe it. Oh, fuck, it was sore. I never played baseball. I didn't even make my grade eight team. Really? Nope, because I sucked at it. I always thought it was great because the guy that we always played baseball with, like the best hockey player, he always got, uh, he was a good baseball player too, but he was real fast and agile, but his dad was the coach and he put him on first base. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. From center field. So we played the baseball. We played. So we we're, I remember this was in like grade eight. We played, we, we had a baseball team in school and we all, went to play on the team. We all made the team and he goes to fucking go, I'm going to be first baseman. And the teach, the teacher, well, the one teacher was the coach, yeah, not his dad. And he's like, you are the last person that's going to be first base. Yeah. Like the guy that you think should be like, first of all, the guy that thought he was backstop was then the first baseman because he was fucking tall. Like this buddy's dad did not, he just let, like certain guys that were great at hockey got to pick their spot on the fucking baseball field. It's like, man, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, that happens. Like, so then the teacher put him out in fucking out outfield where he should have been. And then we fuck, he played great. Yeah, yeah. When you're I, fast I'm runner, a perfect for first baseman because you would be perfect. You got a long reach and I cannot throw, but you got a good stretch. I can catch. Probably. Yes, I can catch, but I can't throw. Well, who am I throwing to at first base? No one. Just catching. Like someone... Like, you don't even have to run. Like me, they always wanted to put me on third base because I had a good arm. But I was more like a shortstop. Like, I'm shorter. I was fast. I could play between two positions. They always threw me in the corner. Oh, yeah? Like, I would. I went from... If I wasn't pitching, I'd play third base or catch. Remember John Allroot for the... I do. For the uh, Blue Jays? What, the guy he wore, a, for, he wore a helmet? He wore a helmet all the time because if he got hit in the head, he was going to die. <laughs> And, uh, Is that why? I never knew why. <laughs> I think that's why. He's got had some sort of head injury where he couldn't risk getting hit by a baseball at yeah, all Yeah, because that fucking thing just placed on the top of his head was going to save him. Like, <laughs> fuck, there was nothing holding that thing on. But anyways, he's still alive, I think. Is, really? Is, is he still alive? I don't know. He made it through his career. I, remember, I, I don't remember John Allroot killed by baseball. I remember John Allroot. I, m- I remember uh, uh, Roberto Alomar. Yeah, it was the same sort of thing, but he, he, he was a first baseman, John Allroot. Yeah. So they're throwing a ball at a guy if he gets hit in the head with a ball. I know, eh? Like, what an they're oxymoron. They're constantly throwing it yeah. at the guy. At 100 miles an hour. Yeah. And then I remember, uh, I remember, who's there? Uh, they had Joe, uh, Joe Carter, and then they had oh, yeah. fucking uh, White in oh. center field. Oh, uh, De- Devon White? No. Oh, uh, there was Devon White, I think. Was there? Remember Lloyd Mosby, though? Yes. He played center field. But I don't know. Lloyd Mosby. And then uh, and then they had like, uh, what's the name of that guy on third base? Um, he oh, would, uh, he had like a chaw in his mouth and he yeah. had like a blonde mullet. Yeah. Like that guy. Oh, Pat Borders was the <laughs> Pat fucking. Pat Borders. He was the catcher. No, oh, no. Pat Borders. And who's the, who's the third baseman? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? The guy would like. One se- let me see if I can find it here real quick. And then he's 93. Go 92. Oh. A uh, 92 third baseman, because that's the guy, I think. Okay, okay. Because Sprague came in after. Yeah. Uh, this is the blonde guy that I'm talking about. This is like... 92 Blue Jays. Good thing we haven't started the show yet. Yeah. 92. We got more. Pat Hanky or Tom Hanky? No. Devon White. See, I was right. Oh, but you're in pitchers again. No, I know. Um, I got to go to the roster. Oh, roster. Here we go. Baseball almanac. I didn't know there was such a thing. Goddamn third base. I know. Goddamn. I okay, I'm going to tell you that all when you guys. get when his name Infield comes out. Roberto Alomar, uh, Alfredo Griffin, Kelly Gruber, Kelly Gruber, Kelly Gruber. That's the guy, Kelly Gruber. We finally got to the Grubes. Yeah, eh? he is. What a name, eh? Kelly. Kelly Gruber, man. That's a great baseball name. Can I have a beer, Beaver. Yeah. 
Kelly Gruber. Here's to Kelly Gruber. Name, eh? Like, and like Pat uh, Pat Borders. Like, what a fucking Pat solid. Borders. Yeah, solid name. He always had the big chew in, eh? Yep. Joe Carter and me had the same ass. <laughs> <laughs> Pincushion ass, eh? Anyways, here's Kelly Gruber. We're going to recommend... No. Kelly Gruber. Let's get this episode started. We're going to do this episode for Kelly Gruber today. Mm-hmm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, what is this one? Four... What is it? Four... 458. Holy shit. We've been doing this a while, eh? We've been doing it almost a decade, Beaver, and we're not going to stop now. No. And uh, we're going to... Time to get back going at this thing. We're going to go until the apocalypse. Okay. That's a deal. It's let's a deal. crank this motherfucker out and let's start this show. Let's there's only it. one way to do it, and that's oh wait, what do we what do I gotta do here? Oh, it's a little thing we call the theme song. The theme song. To the show and two time president, president club board winner, the man of the show, the man you love always, Mr. Pete Van Dyke. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, and welcome to the Dutch Hall. Let's get rid of this logo, we don't need this anymore. Oh, Peter, there we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Dutch Hall. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke. We're here back in the Dutch Hall for episode 458. The person that just introduced me there, that is my good friend. And yours, Derek the Beaver Van Hooten, everybody. Yeah. Come on, do one more time. Thank you, crowd. Yeah. Sounding good as always. And Pete, I'm not going to lie. I fucking look up at myself here on the screen and uh, I like the way I look since I uh, shaved today. Oh yeah, I got rid of the I got rid of the the fuzz. Yeah, I did notice, but I didn't know how recent it was. Today, you know? today. Oh yeah, so it feels different for you. Feels it, diff- eh? a little bit different. I I do it in I do it in stages. You know, you go long, you go short, you go halfway between. You know, mix it up for the lady. Mix yeah. it up. Yeah, that's what I like to do. Uh, same thing. I've my wife. Uh, I did it. All the variations I tried: mustache, goatee, beard. All those things. She didn't like all of them. My wife doesn't like down to the brim, but I don't fucking use, I don't use, uh, I don't go down to the brim, but it, she does, she wants it a little longer than this. So it's, she likes a week old one. She doesn't like you go, you know, smooth shave. She doesn't like a Wait, smooth And it's not smooth right now, but she, she calls it, this is the smooth era. Yeah. Yeah. But she doesn't like, she, she likes you to have something mm-hmm. like I, my wife likes me with a smooth face. But I just go with, uh, yeah, I haven't smooth shaven in, uh, probably 20 years. Really? Yeah. No. Oh, wow. Uh, no, that's probably a little far fetched. Uh, I'd say 15. Wow. That's still like of- when I first started shaving, I was clean cutting it, but not any, not anymore. Now it's just, I throw, I got a, my, my beard trimmer is actually a head trimmer. Yeah. That I just don't put the extension on. Oh, right. Right. Then you never have to worry about like uh scruff. Yeah. And hurt and hurting. And like uh those like um those little hairs. bubbles and stuff. Yeah. I hurt. hate it. Yeah. Because it bothers me. It but I can sh- I can cold shave now with like a dull razor. Yeah. And has no problem. No. Yeah, because my skin is old and leathery and it uh, has no effect. It's got it's got some girth to it. Yeah, it, it, it's it's seen a few things, you know. Yeah. So it doesn't like get all excited just because you just shaved the hair off of it with like a dull, crusty knife. I've honestly used the same razor for six, seven months. Shit. Oh yeah, she's got some. She's got. Some, she could tell some stories. I'll tell you the last time I used it, 
it hurt like hell. <laughs> She's got a chip on her. It was just, it was just ripping them out, Beef. I don't know even know what that, but I'm so cheap, man. Those razors are expensive. They are. Well, I see. That's why I just, like, I just go crappy tire and spend uh, 30 bucks on a hair trimmer. And that'll last me. Like they give you a little block of oil to fucking yeah, yeah. just even oil the gears. Yeah, I got there. one of those things yeah. too. And uh, I just go until the thing stops running. I've only used two in, in 10 years. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the fr- I'm on my second one still from ten years. I'll tell you, I I had this shave my balls product that I tried to get to advertise for the show. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, I didn't want to promote it because it cut my balls. Oh, you even yeah, because you said I mean, we never f- ever heard about that the experience of you trying it. I tried it; it cut my balls, and so I didn't. The like- cream did. Huh? It was a cream or was it a... No, uh, it's a razor. It's an electric razor. And I put it on... I'd shave my balls with it and it was like it... It ripped it. ripped at well, my. Well, see, they didn't they, like it, but I ca- use it all the time to trim my like eyebrows and oh. my, and my uh, sideburns and stuff like that. Yeah, probably works good for that. Works awesome, but you got to put the cover on it. If you're gonna go down to the wood, it's I don't trust it. A little thing. dicey. Whether where you got a little when you got the cover on it, it works like it works great. It's got no deadliness to it if it's got the cover on it. Yeah, it won't. It won't. It won't draw blood if you got the cover on it. Yeah, see, I'm. I'm. I'm hearing a lot of. They're really talking up this manscaping stuff that are the 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 one they trim your nuts with. Oh, I want to tell you. I, I want to test one of them bad boys out. I would. Uh, I would like to only if they sponsor my show. But we do have a sponsor for the show. Oh, we do. Yes, I'm actually real excited about yeah, this one. Yeah, I'm hearing for this for the first time. Uh, I. I. We are. If if you like smoking weed. Mm-hmm. Which I do, mm-hmm. and you like getting it cheap. Uh, you should go to Bloom Supply. Oh shit! Bloom Supply and use the offer code Dutch Hall when you make your first purchase. I'll tell you, this company I've been buying my weed from them. Where are they located? Uh, British Columbia. Oh right on. And uh, seaweed. Yeah, you get all your weed within uh, three days. But That's can- fast. Canada Post comes right to your door, and uh, you get like. Like I think I bought an ounce for sixty five bucks. No oh, shit. And uh, it's and uh, the weed's been good. And uh, you get they they always like throw in a deal. So it's like, hey, you bought this ounce for sixty five bucks. Would you also like three point five ounces for ten bucks? Whoa! Of this thing just to try. Just to try. Yeah, and then I think. And then you get if you use uh if you first over over is. If your first order is over a hundred bucks, you get forty percent off. You use the promo code Dutch Hall. So um So they're ready to just give you all kinds of fucking free loot. I'll tell you, man, they're uh they're they're so far I've been really pleased with them. So go to Bloom Supply, check them out online and then order uh your weed and use promo code Dutch Hall. They probably got all kinds of other stuff too, eh? Not just weed and like little tricks. And oh yeah, they got mushrooms. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know if I can advertise this because I already yeah, tried to put an ad on Facebook. Legal, it's legal. I tried to put an ad on Facebook and uh, Instagram about this, and I got banned. And now you I got you got put in jail. Yeah, I can't even make money off of them anymore. They said because I did the because I put this on there, but I'm like, I think this is legal. And uh, I don't know. I'm buying it. Uh, I see the ads on YouTube all the time. I don't see why I can't promote it. So right. use promo code Dutch Hall. I tell you, you get forty percent. It's a get good some, deal. Get some nice flour, nice bud. Yeah, and it's cheap. It's like a because everything's expensive right now. If you can save a few bucks, get delivered right to your door discreetly. It doesn't even uh, you know. They send in a nice little black package. Yeah, you get it like in a Canada Post package, but it's like says something else on it. it doesn't say like. Even Bloom Supply, it says something different. So oh, like if you don't, if you didn't want it to be advertised, it's very discreet. Oh, right. And uh, packaging, you can't smell nothing, nothing like no, that. No, it's good packaging. You can get like edibles and and uh, anything you can get like at a weed shop, you can get there. Oh, right. And it comes right to your door. Bloom Supply, check it out. Promo code Dutch Hall. That's it again. And uh, and we'd be remiss if we didn't thank our great sponsor, Clean Flow. Clean Flow, lube up your life with Clean Flow, the greatest sponsor ever that's yeah. clean flow k-l-e-e-n-f-l-o.com can't live without lubing your wrench up that's right right in your pussy yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do we got here today pete what do we got what are you feeling today 
Okay, this week's wheel is every uh, is uh, famous huge cocks. Okay. In that in that game, um, I will name two people, and you have to ga- guess, guess which one has the notorious huge cock. Okay. Uh, UFOs. Uh, when do you care? Uh, that's just a question. Yeah. Objectify women, which that, is when we objectify women. Yeah. Objectify men. Another which staple. Is where we uncomfortably objectify men. Fact or fiction? That's where, broad. Yeah, we. Can I will go any tell which you way. something. You tell me if it's true or not. A favorite moment of the last 10 years, because we're uh, nearing the end of uh, our 10th season, mm-hmm. 10 years of podcasting, so we'll talk about our... F- and last, Christmas Live or Die, which we discuss uh, famous um, Christmas traditions. Okay. And we dis- we did- we did uh, try to decide if we keep them. Or make them die. Or make them die, yes. Want to uh, give it a spin? Yeah, let's give her a spin. And everything falls off, then we have to do it. No, objectify men. Ah, uh, okay. Let's just, we have to listen to the wheel beaver. Yeah. So, in this case, I want you to look at the screen in front of you. And I hope I do this right. <laughs> objectify men. Let's see. Okay, so we oftentimes on this show, we like to objectify women, but every once in a while, to make it fair for the ladies, we are going to objectify some men. So here we got The Rock. Got The Rock. He's the sexiest man alive. We got uh, Idris Elba. Yeah, he's off. He's an actor. Yeah, he's an actor. And we got uh, uh, Michael Michael B. B. Jordan. Yeah, which is like the Apollo Creed's kid, right? Yeah. So these are all like uh, I'm guessing the last three years. I'm guessing, or just or randomly the sexiest people in the world. I took to, uh, three black guys that that had sexiest man. Oh, there, okay. and here we have a bang, Mary kill, kill situation. Beaver. Oh, you have to think which of these three giant black men are you going to allow? Uh, are you going to allow to marry you? Okay, where you're going to live a happily married life with? Which one of these three big well, giant black men are I you would, going to fuck? I'd, I'd, and which one are you going to murder? I'd say Mary to the Rock because he, I heard he's billionaire status now. Because you know, who cares if you're miserable? As long as you got some coin, we can make it. We can make somehow. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm, some, I'm on the same page with you. We can here. put some smiles somewhere. Okay. Um, kill. Uh, well, uh. I'm not going to lie. What's the guy's name on the left? Idris Elba? Yeah, he's really good. Uh, he's really, really good in movies. Yeah, yeah. So I would say kill Michael B. Jordan. Uh, me and you are on the exact same page. This is exactly yeah. what I do. Yeah. Because uh, I'm, I'm with you. I think I could make a yeah, real Michael nice Michael B. Jordan's a one-nighter. Get, get him in and out. No, I'm going to murder Michael B. Jordan. I'm going to murder him in front. Sorry, like, yes, murder. Yes. I Idris Elba is one. Is the, is the in and out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to have a night just, of romance with, with Idris. And he looks like he'd cook, he'd cook a good dinner. Who? Idris. Oh, yeah. You know, he used to be a doorman at the Comedy Cellar. Really? In New York, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. But like, which means he sold drugs. My, yeah, <laughs> and he he made money under the table every night of his life. Mm-hmm. And Michael B. Jordan, he's just disposable. He'd kill him. Yeah, that's that's so that's easy, man. We that's were, easy. We didn't even object. We didn't like we there wasn't facts. even an argument. We were on the exact same page. We said facts. I think we both make an excellent husband for the rock. Right. Holy oh, right into shit. women now. Right into objectify women. Okay, well, Here this we one. Go. This is going to be a callback. Light, light a cigarette for this one. This is going to be a callback for the uh, the last one. We're going to go with Child Stars here, Beaver. Let's go. Oh, well, that's not it. Let's oh. go. Dakota Fanning. Okay. Right? You see is her that, there? Is There's a little girl. This is what she looks like as a grown up woman. Yeah. Uh, we have, uh, oh, who's that girl? I think this is from, uh, oh, she's off of uh, Winnie uh, Cooper. Yeah. She's off of a TV show from, uh, the uh, wonder years. Yeah. That's what it is. Wonder yeah. years. Look at her. As, I always think she was pretty hot when she was a kid and now look <laughs> at her as an adult. She's uh smoking hot. She's still. a 10. She's smoke. Yeah. She's oh, all super smoke. hot. She is and then uh, who else we got here? Uh, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. I think there's a lot of hype there that I don't. I, I I'm not for it. 
This is going to be pretty easy, Beaver. Yeah. We're on the same page again here. And then Zendaya. I like her. <laughs> oh I, yeah. I think. Oh, well, I just think. And I think uh, one and done with her. One uh, one nighter with her. Oh yeah. So what is so? Is it the Mary Bang Kill thing again? Kinda, but we have an uh, we have an extra. Right. So then the extra. Okay. Is, so is Selena the, go- is the side chick. You want to throw a side chick in there? Side chick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Bang, marry, kill, side check. <laughs> oh, I might have created a new That's genre. That's what we should do. <laughs> yeah, I like this. Ooh. So, Mary, I'm doing the one on the left because I want to see her. The Winnie rest Cooper. Of it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Winnie Cooper. And I think she's like a mathematician or something, too. And she's Even like, better. Genius. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm like, I'm marrying her, too. Yeah. No question. Yeah. So, it's bang. Um, and side, side chick is like not just bang. Side chick is a is a torrid affair. Right, I'd go. You're prepared Zend- to ruin your relationship to to destroy your marriage with Winnie Cooper. I would do that with Zendaya <laughs> all day long. Yeah, okay. I would say that's. I mean, you were like really thinking exactly the same okay. way. And then the and then bang and kill. I would kill Selena Gomez, <laughs> and then I would bang the other broad just because, just because. I would. Uh, I'm going to switch it up just You're to be different. As I think I'm going to murder Dakota Fanning just because I have the least amount of like guilt about murdering. True. As I, I watch all those like uh, uh, Wizards of Waverly plays. Yeah. Uh, with my children growing up, so I think I would. Have I really a really guilty conscience about murdering her. But I really agree with that. Actually, to be honest with you. Yeah. I just said kill. I said kill Selena Gomez because nobody would. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. I'm a I'm well. You know, fielder. I watched her in that in the new show with uh, Martin Short, and like, I don't think she's needs to be in it. I mean, <laughs> we could do that whole show without her. You know? <laughs> and but, I, I honestly don't think like like Selena Gomez. I don't know how is she like one of the most popular people in the world. What has she done? Yeah, I don't know. It's not very- other than almost almost marry Justin Bieber. Is that her? That's the that's the highlight of her career. She, she, I didn't even know she was going out with Beaver and before, uh, before uh, Haley. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I don't know. These that was things. the Beaver's first her first celebrity uh, relationship, I think. Oh, oh, favorite moment in the last ten years. That's gonna fall off too. What do you say about that? About she was with Selena Gomez was with Beaver. Like that was the for his first celebrity uh, relationship, I think. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, this is going back, man. I can't it's even remember that. When he was you know, when he was flipping still flipping skateboards. I really want to play the one of the uh, um, one of the other games that we're not getting to. We're pretty much going all around this board. Yeah, well, but we're 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 getting some solid uh solid action here. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Favorite moment in the last 10 years, buddy. There's been so, so many. Yeah, we've ones. been doing, we've been in this podcast for nearly 10 years on the December 19th is actually the 10 year anniversary. Really? Yeah. And uh, I want to hear your favorite moment first. I'm going to say like one that you can say top three. It doesn't have to be the favorite. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have to be because there's been so many good ones. One of your top threes. Well, definitely one that comes to mind right away has got to be the time where we had in um, this guy who was like trying to break the world record for uh, breaking tapes like VHS tapes. And he was going to actually go on Jimmy Fallon. Really? Uh, that's what he was. Uh, so how was he breaking them? He, he put on gloves, like work gloves, and then he would like have to crumble. break them with his hand. So uh, it was Steve the Reluctant German who brought this guy in. And we had in Manny Fajo. That is uh, one hell of a way to be popular. Which is super fan. And uh, this guy comes in, and my, bro- my brother's there. And we're like, this guy, we're going to... My brother's a real man. This guy works in uh, in like Toronto in the newspaper or something. You know, like he was like he had weak hands. He had to wear gloves to wreck this thing. My brother's got hands made of stone, right? Literally. Like he. Uh, so we say, I bet you my brother can beat you, right? So <laughs> we get a stack of tapes. This guy was gonna break a world record, and you're ready to fucking you're ready to ruin his career in ten minutes. 
and so uh, my, we said, I bet you my brother can beat you. Like he actually told my brother the technique right before we challenged him oh. of how he looked for the weak spot in the tape to break it and stuff. Yeah, there's a hollow spot in the middle of the tape. <laughs> so we give them both a stack, I think three tapes or whatever. Whoever breaks them first wins. It's like ready, set, go. Oh, I bet you your brother is like the type of guy too. Like I'm not fucking losing. He just like, it was like he was breaking like, uh, like, uh, like, like those like clumps of sand. You that know are, what I mean? That are, they got a little bit of moisture and you're trying and you to. You think it's like, it looks like a rock, but yeah. you really just squeeze it and it breaks. Yeah. That's what it was. He just disintegrated them. Like, goosh, goosh, goosh. My brother <laughs> did all three. The other guy's like, not even close. It wasn't even no close. No way. And then, uh, I can't believe he put his career on the line. And then um, we had we had super fan Manny Fajo in at the time, and we were kind of respectful of this guy because we did know what you're saying. Like what you're just saying right now is that th- this isn't good for him. He's not going to probably no, get. No, it's a lose lose situation for him. We probably shouldn't bring huge attention to it. <laughs> where Manny does not get the memo on that. Oh, no, so he's just he just goes. You got your ass kicked. You got your ass kicked by a guy who's never done this before. You're going for the world record. You're out of your mind. Like he just kept like, like we were all howling because it was so. Let fun. me guess. His first excuse was this: "Oh, it's all about longevity. How uh, you're trying to go for a long game, not fucking as fast as you can do three. Whatever he was thinking, he had, he had never considered <laughs> in his life that he could lose. No, that there's actual m- real men with. With like real strength that could, if they chose, instead of building houses, to (laughs) go into tape breaking, they're going to crush you. No, but of all the people I know, he literally picked the worst person to go against. Yeah, I know. Like, and and I, and I would say in a surrounding area of like, from here to Toronto, I'd put money on Paul. Yeah, right. But he's like, uh, but that's the thing. Like, I mean, if you're living in a where you're only in an office setting, and you go down to your uh, uh, yoga class, you know, yeah, uh, for lunch hour, and then you're you, looking at all these weak hands, and you're like, oh, yeah, I can you, do this. Yeah, you're yeah you're shaking. Nobody's hands better with, than me. And then you get out to the country, and you see some guy with fucking, you know, cast iron hands. And speaking of which, th- this was brought up uh, the other day. I was talking to. Uh, a family member about handshakes. Yeah. Nothing's worse than getting a limp. Like you go to give someone a handshake and they give you just that limp noodle. Yeah. And it's like, buddy, I'm going to fucking break your knuckles. One thing worse than that is when uh, the guy grips too soon. Right. And makes you feel like you gave him a limp noodle. Yes. Because you know how insulting it is to get a limp noodle. And then when the guy grips too fast, you feel like you're that guy. Right. And because they can go in quick. They just, their hand goes in too fast. If you grip like, uh, like you're gripping on the first knuckle instead of gripping on the, like, or Uh, on your, on your back knuckles. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of, oh no, sorry. What's this one called? The second knuckle. Yes. Instead of your first instead one. Of the fir- instead of the first one. I want to get it on the first one so I can really fucking firm grip. Yeah, you should be touching whatever yes. this is called. Yes, whatever. It's, we're not We're not in the medical field. We'll admit it. You want to go where the two like thumb creases touch. Touch. Yeah, yeah. Like your scissor and thumbs. That's I, how you should. I remember I, was at, I went to a London Knights game one time, and you know who, is, who always gave that, like, the fast one and way too, like, unexpectedly hard? When you want you almost, what you were like, I want to fucking do over. Basil McCray. No, uh, Robbie Shrimp. <laughs> Robbie Shrimp? Yes, he was apparently. So I know this through <laughs> my cousin's husband. I don't husband, even know if this is a real name. <laughs> Rob Shrimp. He's, like, one of the best <laughs> London Knights players in... Probably top 10 in, in recent history. No joke. Like, and I'm, we're talking a lot of great hockey players played in London. And that is, but that is a, that is a pretty wicked handle though. You gotta admit. Yes. Rob Shrimp. Rob Shrimp. He never made, made up. He, he didn't make the NHL. Like he, he got drafted by the Islanders and then he kind of was in the, I think he was in the, bounced around the HL bit, but never made it huge. Like a lot of other, uh, London Knights players did, but he, I remember meeting him cause uh, I went to a game, a London Knights game. I got tickets from my cousin's uh, husband who 
runs the show in London, kind of. And he introduced me to him and he went in so fast and he gripped my hand. So like he wanted to tear my hand off. I'm like, what the fuck? I want to. And my cousin who was with me. He's like, I want to fucking do over. He did the same goddamn thing to me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And uh, double did it. Yeah. And my my cousin. That's my, a pattern now. Yeah. It's not an accident. No. So then we said to my cousin's husband, we're like, what's with this guy? And he's like, oh, he's real insecure. That's his way of. Oh, yeah. Showing his 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 dominance is is going in for a bullshit handshake. Yeah, well, I'm gonna take a shit in his pillowcase. How was that? <laughs> yeah, like it was <laughs> it was one of those times. But no, I just saw it so happened. It is weird. Uh, Trump does that too. Eh, where he'll like do real overbearing handshakes in order oh, really? to gain control over people, and he goes over top of them. It's all this like posture and bullshit. I had customers that would do that too. Do little like psychological things to try to put you like at a lower level. Yeah, to kind of create the that create their their masculinity when it was not necessary. Yeah, you know who doesn't have to do that? Real man. Don't yeah, exactly. I just want a normal <laughs> fucking handshake. What I'm talking about, what I don't like is looking. You get a limp noodle, and it's like, or or you can tell a person moisturizes their hands heavily, and it's like, dude, fucking like for me, I got calluses on this fucking hands. Yeah, like, I feel embarrassed if. Uh, a person's hand is obviously rougher than mine. <laughs> then I'm like, I'm embarrassed, sir. Like I am, uh, <laughs> you know, like yeah, I am a weak human uh, being to you, to you. And I appreciate that. But if then you go shakes like a, a city guy saying that's never worked a real day. Yeah. And then uh, you're like, uh, you are a legit pussy. Like yeah. you have never. <laughs> and even with some of them, those guys work out, some guys work out and you can tell they work out. And, some of those guys will get rough hands from working out. Well, they did no, they but there's a difference between getting blisters and getting calluses. I guess so. You got to right. keep doing it. Yeah. But there was um um but there there's a certain strength that real work gets you that you can never get You from. can never you can never uh duplicate from through. like exercise. Yeah, cuz but also exercise the guys that got that got those fucking like massive fucking hands from lifting weights. You can tell, you can see it on them in the first place. You know, like usually they're roided up. Oh yeah. And it's like, dude, you're all like, you're cheating, but you're cheating before you're starting. You know what I mean? It's always like, it's always the guys that you don't expect that are like just little wiry fuckers or like they're just like, even though toughest UFC guys, like they're not like, um, they don't big, stick out big, like uh, no, muscle heads. They don't stick out like sore thumbs. Like I always say, look, when you see a guy that's like clearly uh, he all he cares about is the gym. I almost want to say, dude, grab a golf club, swing a or swing a baseball bat. Yeah, and then we'll see if you what you can do, fucking do. Oh, yeah, most of those guys can't even wipe their own ass. Exactly. I know. I sometimes it's like almost like um like one of those girls that gets too big of lips. You know, like they just you take it too far. Too far. Just a and just a hair. I got nothing against people that are that are like healthy and take care of their bodies. And you know, we, we're not discriminating here. I don't. I just it's, don't want to have one, like it's big, the one. It's the one percenters we're making fun of here. Yeah, I don't want to have big muscles because then you have like eventually you have flabby muscles. Like, exactly. Right. Like so, even if you're whether you're fat or you're muscly. You're gonna have. You're gonna look the same when you're old. Right? I go. I'll go agility over anything any day, because agility yeah, is more long lasting than fucking than that. I always do the toe test. You know, if you can't touch your toes, you got you got to make some huge changes. <laughs> and it's a simple thing. Yeah, it's a right? simple task. Yeah, just touch your toes without bending your it's, knees. It's, That's what you man, gotta do. In physical education, it's the first thing they teach you: touch your fucking toes. Yeah, I think if you people just did, did that once a day to check they could still do it, I think that makes a big difference. Yeah, it's just an easy thing. Just wake up, touch your toes, try to, and until you can do it, I don't know. I remember one time I was tying my own skates while standing up. My brother thought I had superhuman power. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how do you bend like Hey, that? man, people take it for granted. But like I take it for granted putting socks on or tying my shoes. Like a lot of people right, can't. Right, right, right. Yeah, man. How much, how terrible would that be? Not being able to put your own man, socks slip on. Slip-in shoes became popular, not because they're convenient. It's because people required them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't They'd, see their feet. Wow, like, or they can't bend over and grab the back end of the shoe. Oh, you see those? I saw a whole rack of those shoe horns that are like uh, four feet long. 
You know, like a shoehorn. I I only got introduced this because my wife had to bust it out because she's heavily pregnant right now, and she's like, I think I need a shoehorn, and uh, very understandably so. And yeah, yeah. Uh, they have the long ones. They're, yeah, they got they. Can, you can be standing straight up. Yes. she's just got a short one. Like she still tries her hardest. Yeah, my 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 father in law brought over a long one to hang it in her house for when he needed to put his shoes on in her house. Really, he brought one over so he but under, leave it at our place. Yeah, but he, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. but he's doing that because of <laughs> age, not because of. Yeah, I know, but it's balls move, eh? It is. A he's like sometimes I want to put one on at my uh, daughter's house, <laughs> so I'm gonna leave it. No, I got one. I, I'm okay. So sometimes I want to put my shoes on my daughter's You mind leaving this here? It's I no, bought you one. It's no different than- You ever like, seen a long one like this, he says? You don't even have to bend down. I got one for you. It's just like like at my house. I have uh, I have a, uh, a bench uh, when oh, you, you come- Throw me that red one. You right. got a bench? I got a bench, and it's not for me or my wife. It's for uh, it's for people when, like, elder, like my grandfather, when he comes over, you know, sit down, put his shoes on before he leaves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's just a courteous thing. I it and mainly show. Yeah, I put a I I always have a place like a chairs by the door. It's also so people don't look can't see, don't stare you don't stare at my fucking washer and dryer when you're leaving my house. I uh Yeah, I would like to um Let's go to the next one. Yeah, let's see it. There we go. Christmas Christmas live or die. Christmas live or die. This is where we have to discuss Christmas traditions. Cranberry sauce. Oh, live or die? <laughs> I'm going live on cranberry sauce. I'm going to die. All right. I'm going to die on that one. I just, because I never needed it. I'm not a cranberry Oh, I person. love it. I love it. I like it more than the turkey. Is I would just eat the cranberry and no turkey. What about candy canes? Not necessary. Agreed. Not necessary at all. Ditch the candy canes. Ditch the candy canes because they're really they're like it's the one candy that really you give a child. If you give a child uh, four candy canes and then a fucking uh, a sucker, they're gonna have to take the sucker all day long. Anything but a candy cane. Yeah, it's like giving a, it's like an old lady candy. It's like a, if you're gonna give a homeless guy, if you had a whole bag full of candy, and like you, giving toothpaste. Yes, if you had a whole bag of candy random candy and you and you look down and there's a homeless guy and you're gonna give him give him some of your candy you'd give him some of your candy canes yeah that's why i look at i'm not saying that disrespectfully but if i was gonna hand something out for free and the those halloween candies that are only come out at halloween and tootsie that rolls are, that are wrapped in the they have like little pitch bats and the witch and yeah and you gotta chew them forever yeah and i i throw tootsie rolls in that that boat too are you a lot of tootsie rolls this i'm year? not a tootsie roll person ate a lot of them this year we had a whole bag anyways um what, else what about uh uh christmas cards uh you know what i'll take the christmas cards i do like uh, i'm not i was my wife is heavy christmas card like we i had to recently you already got i already got yours yeah i had to recently hand out uh mail out like a hundred of them and uh uh stamps are expensive but- i don't even know what like uh, like you're way ahead of the game man yeah. Like there's a lot early. I hadn't even thought of my idea. Yeah, yet. early. And uh, my wife's raw on it, man. She's heavy on it like fuck. But you like getting Christmas cards? Well, I just yeah, I, I, like I like I said, my wife is heavy on it. She loves it and she feel you feel the fulfill the fridge full of your friends fucking yeah, family Christmas card. And uh and said, sometimes it's a way to keep in touch like keep up with what's going on in people's right. lives because otherwise i don't know yeah i kind of like those christmas cards where people say like a little story about what happened in the year to their family okay because then you kind of know like uh what's up what's like up? with some of my friends like i don't know like from school or something right and then they're like oh my oldest uh, is off at school and my youngest is uh, still uh, uh working at the mill or whatever you know and you're like oh that's nice but because otherwise i don't think of them or or anything mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the weird thing is that i feel so much pressure to give 100 people a christmas card every year of my family we did a little well for see for this year we did uh we did pictures for uh like pre-baby pictures so it was easy like those were happening no matter what so you put those in the christmas card yeah that was nice that's it's already done for you right it was already 
Put it in new in Vista print and fucking. I don't even see my kids anymore. They're just all over the place. So I, I, uh, I can't get them together for a picture. Oh, I am going away on a vacation. Oh, right on. Where I are you want, going? Where are you going? I'm going to the Azores. The Azores? Yeah. You yeah. are, eh? Yeah, for New Year's. Right on. Yeah, you know the Azores? <laughs> it's in the center of the ocean. It's owned by Portugal. So you're going on a boat trip again? No, we're going on an airplane. No, but like, is it a... a, a it's like, an archipelago, but we're staying on the one island. Oh, cool. But I'm going to rent a car and we're going to drive around the island and there's lots of hot springs on that island. Right on. And there's like a tea plantation and uh, what else are we going to go see? It's going to be good. Like it's one of those mud pits where it's real hot, like a fucking sauna or like a, like a hot tub. <sighs> yeah. It's like you got a big, uh, like uh, you ever been to a hot springs? Yeah. Well, I went to like in St. Lucia, we went to the mud pit hot springs. Like it was fucking mud, but it was. Uh, yeah. These ones were. The, these the, ones are water probably. I'm guessing. Yeah. Water. Yeah. And they just let the geothermal kind of heat them up. Yeah. So it's kind of like a big swimming pool, but mm -hmm. it's hot. And then you walk around and there's bars and shit. And, oh, cool. Yeah, it's like being at a resort kind of. But Right on. And so the weather's not um, like hot. It's like only like spring weather, you know? Mm -hmm. Like it'll be in the teens. But it'll still be... Um, and it's kind of like a taste of Europe for the kids. And right. I think it'll be my last time being able to get away with the kids, you know? Like before they're... Yeah, like, so you're going on a good little adventure. Yeah, with the four of us for the la probably last time where it's just going to be the four of us. Right. The next time will hopefully be, you know, you hit the old 10-year mark uh, later on and everybody's at the adulthood scenario, heavy adulthood. <sighs> and yeah, and, then, and by then you'll have, have spouses, spouses and Spouses or girlfriends or boyfriends or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, and you got to like, uh, there's an, there's other parties. So this, I remember we did that with my, my family one year. We went to, uh, it was like a, Christmas, my dad just gives my mom a bunch of uh, like travel, travel brochures, and then my mom's like, uh, she says, you can go anywhere you want in the world, and she says, I want to go to Disney World with my kids one last time, so then we all just uh, canceled our New Year's plans and ran, oh, really? ran to Winnebago and drove with my mom and dad to That's cool. Florida, but we were grown-ups. Like, I was just about to get married, I think. Really? Yeah, and uh, it was fun. It was fun. We went to, uh, and that that's, she could have said anywhere in the world. And she was like, yeah, let's just go close and we'll fucking yeah, drive to Disney world. And when you go drive to Disney world in Winnebago, when you're like a little kid, it's like, there's, it seems huge. Right. When you go in six adults. Yeah. It's and, totally different. Eh? Oh, it has a smelly vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> is, Everybody's farting. Oh, you're just grossed out by your dad. You have no idea how gross that old man is. You know, like, <laughs> he's like, why does he smell so bad? Yeah. Give me a piece of bologna. <laughs> I'm dri been driving for 18 hours. And I remember like, um, but it was so fun because you kind of like, it was kind of different when you're adults, you know, you're mm -hmm. kind of going in and you're having a different kind of fun, you know? Yeah. So I am looking forward to, to it because my kids are, um, by all accounts, adults now, and they're pretty cool people. And I like hanging out with them. That's cool, too. Wish they would uh, like me as much. <laughs> well, maybe this is that one trip to fucking heavily re uh, get a good connection going on. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Let me see. I got a dinger here. You got a dinger, I heard. We got a single account code. I'm pretty sure that's not for me. I didn't know if we had a like a comment or some sort of thing. I I don't think we'll we go for that. Ever have that? Um, but if you do want to ever send us a little piece of feedback, feedback. you know how to do that. Give us a message at uh, the Dutch Hall Gmail dot com or hit us up on socials, yeah, well, Instagram or. Uh, Facebook, any of that shit, we're on it. Yeah, we want to hear what you got to say. Yes, we do. And we have one last show for season 10 before we move in to our 11th, unprecedented 11th season of the Dutch Hall. And uh, it is going to be our Christmas Spectacular. And our Christmas Spectacular, we'll, we will be joined by uh, The Beaver. Yeah. We will be joined by uh, Johnny Renton. We will be joined by Friendship on a Stick. And uh, many more special guests. It will be a Christmas game show. 
Right on. Uh, where it'll be two teams competing for real points. Oh, right on. And uh, I'm excited about it. It should be a fun time for all. And that will be the next episode. I think we're recording that on the 14th. So. I always like the suspense of what's next. Yeah, that's it. Because you know me, I always just go with the flow and I never ask what's next. I just kind of, oh shit, this is happening. And we will be shutting it down for until we start the next season in the new year. And um, we'll get a sneak preview of uh, the first episode of uh, uh, PNS. PNS. Pete's News Show. Oh, right on. Which will be either a segment or a feature on our channel uh, for the new year, but it's something I'm working on. Showed you the setup there of the old. Yeah, I did. I like it. I really do. It's, it's a nice opportunity to write new jokes using like visuals. We're we're you're you're really jumping into the the modern era. <laughs> yeah, I got to do something. You know, yeah. you're got to do something. On, taking a nice leap. And if you guys want to, if anyone's out there looking for some uh, way to raise money for your local charity or service group or sports team, anything like that, give us a, give me a call. Give me a message and a book a comedy show. Why not? Eh? You'll get a portion of the ticket proceeds. You can have bar and food, a live auction or silent auction and a 50-50 draw, anything like that. Raise a lot of money for your club. And why not have a great comedy show? It's a reason for everyone to get all together. Have give some us, laughs. Yeah, give us a call. Give us an email at spikyballstudios at gmail.com and we can uh, get you an excellent comedy show to come to your town. And it doesn't even matter where your town is. Anywhere, we'll do it. I swear to God. Yeah. Uh, that's everything for ads. Let me go to famous huge cocks. Yeah. Beaver. Yeah. What do you got here? This is a game where I will give you, um, two people. Yeah. And you have to tell me which one of these two people has the legendary huge cock. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. First is Arsenio Hall or Eddie Murphy. Who has the legendary huge cock? I don't know who Arsenio Hall is. Oh, really? The Arsenio Hall show? Yeah. You ever watch Coming to America? Oh, yeah. Who's the other guy? Oh. Yeah. I'd say him. No, oh, it's Eddie Murphy. Really? Yes, apparently. Apparently he's Numerous got, sources. He's, uh, yeah, because it's all hearsay, right? Yeah, yeah, it's numerous sources. Uh, this next one, which of these guys, Marky Mark or Vanilla Ice? Ooh, there's there's two uh, questionable ones because yeah, because you never know uh, you never know what Marky Mark's doing. He's always he's always you know he's, the guy's starting his day at fucking three a.m. and you never know you, you know. never know you know. And then feel the feel the vibrations. Yeah, feel it, feel it, feel it. And then we've got Ice Ice Baby here, mm. um, but he's in the construction game now. I'd say him. Marky Mark it is. Really? Yeah. The Calvin Klein's ad apparently showed that uh, that he has packing. Is that why he was Dirk Diggler on uh Yeah, that is a prosthetic though. Yeah. Yeah. That was a that was a sweet thing. Okay, here's a good one. Wouldn't that be the ultimate like if you were an actor have that as your like oh, yeah. that would be the ultimate role. Like I I bet you he took that role in like 0.5 seconds. He's like, done. Yeah. I don't even care if you're going to pay me. I'm I'm doing it. That's one of my favorite movies ever. It's so fun. It's, it's one of the best. It's, it's such a great movie. Would you not say it's top 10 movie? Oh, yeah. I love Boogie Nights. If you put Boogie Nights on at any time, I'm in. Watch it. Yeah. It's, it's a good movie. Um, it's such a good movie. I just, I, re I watched it in the theater. I just loved it. You know, I couldn't believe how much I liked it. Anyways. Uh, you watched that in the theater? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. With my wife. <laughs> Let's go watch Boogie Nights. I asked her what she thought of it at, after we watched it, and she said, I thought the ending was pretty long. That's what she said, <laughs> referring to Marky Mark's huge cock. Um, how about Justin Bieber or Eminem? I'd say probably uh, like Eminem's a little bit quiet about a life. So I'd say Bieber. It is Bieber. Yeah. It is Bieber. Uh, apparently, uh, vacation pictures leaked of huge Bieber cock. Um, let's go into world of rap. 50 Cent. Yeah. Or Jay-Z. 
Who has the legendary? 50 Cent talks a big game and Jay-Z's quiet. I'm going to say the humble man of Jay-Z. Ah, ding, ding, ding. Jay-Z is actually the huge cock there. Yeah, Beyonce, she loves it. Okay, to the world of sport. Yeah, let's see. What do we got here? We got international sport of soccer. Oh, here we go. Is it Lionel Messi or David Beckham? Ah, It's got to be Beckham. Bend it like Beckham. It is Beckham. It's got to be Beckham. Probably a long hooked cock. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And finally, we're going to end with this one. Which Batman? Which Batman, eh? Is known for having a legendary it's gotta be be Clooney you want me to list out the Batman yeah go ahead okay it's uh, either uh, Clooney uh, Keaton Christian Bale like Michael Keaton Christian Bale Ben Affleck or Adam West those are all the Batmans I can think of I'm going Affleck Ben Affleck, ding, yes. ding, ding. Yeah. Oh, man, came on strong. Started out slow. Beef, Started out real slow. But then you really came on strong at the ben end. Ben Affleck, he's got J-Lo, eh? He's yeah. Got, he's got to be packing. Apparently, numerous sources have claimed Affleck has got a cock on him. And I would say, I would have stuck money. On Clooney. Well, on Affleck having a small hawk. Oh, yeah. A small cock. He seems like a small cock guy to me. Yeah. He's like a like honestly, I don't want to say anything against the guy, like, but Vince Vaughn, come on, <laughs> I don't think he's got anything. No, uh, and he's got super confidence, right? No, he's but got he's a, just too big. Yeah, but he, even if he's got a fair size hog, it's still gonna it's look get, small. It's gonna get hidden. Yeah, by his big body. Yeah, that's what it is with those big guys. You, like you know, you better have a big one, like to really look big, because yeah. otherwise it's gonna look medium. Where like you. You got a medium sized hog. It looks huge, right? Right. And then, like, look at a guy like uh, Brad Williams. You know, he's his cock's just like average, but looks massive. Massive because he's only fucking three feet tall. Yeah, there's advantages to everything. Yeah, perception to everything. Yeah, that's why I always uh, when I if I'm going to send a dick pic. I always put a Barbie doll hand by my dick, <laughs> right? Just thinking that it would add scale. Yeah, add scale. And they'd be scared. Well, I think you might want to go a little bit bigger than a Barbie doll because then it, it, the perception is extreme. Yeah, I want them to be afraid. Yeah. Frightened. <laughs> what is this man? Yeah, where did he come from? Yeah, I don't want them to say yes because I, I actually, like, uh, that would be terrible. Right. I, I, I would... Yeah, but I would disappoint them immediately because I wouldn't have like a 20-foot cock. Right. Right. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, we did every have game but one. Have you well ever asked your one. wife that? What? Would you prefer me to have a bigger dick? Ooh, I have not asked her that. I think she'd just prefer one that works. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if... Uh, no, I don't know. If... Uh, I have never asked if she would prefer a bigger dick. My wife said no. Don't I, w- I would not want it any bigger. Yeah. If you can touch the back wall, you've done your job. You're right. You got like I can't imagine anyone like if you're touching the back wall, they're not going to say they want more. Yeah, if there's positions you can't do. Yeah, if you have to if eventually you, say like uh oh, that one hurts or like yeah. you know, then you don't need a bigger one. Right. But if you've never had those uh, experiences with your spouse, yeah, then most likely, kind of like that one comedian <laughs> when he's like, uh, "What was his, what's his name, uh, Gillis?" And he says that joke about fucking. Uh, uh, he's that uh, this one guy told him, you know, when you first start dating a girl, yeah, make sure you don't put it all the way in, and he's like, "What? All the way in? Like." I'm just hoping to get it in. Like, yeah, he's like, I didn't know you could stop halfway. Like, yeah. it's like it's either in or it's not. <laughs> yeah, you just put it in there. Yeah, but if you're touching the, if if your wife has never or girlfriend or whoever has never like exclaimed in some sort of discomfort mm-hmm. at one point, one point or position, then the answer will probably be yes for that person. Oh, like if 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 if, if you ever stirred the stomach, you know it's it's. Yeah, if you if you haven't put it in her guts, then she's gonna want something. <laughs> try something bigger, you know. Right. But if she's already got more than she can really use, the then you've done. Of, yeah, then you've done your job. Just wasting. It. You're just trying to. What are you trying to do with it? 
Right. You ever see some of those pornos, like masturbation pornos, where girls just try to put like a dildo that there's no business? It doesn't uh, make putting sense. Putting into a human, like it's just like a, it's like a giant thing. There's not, it's not going to work, you know? I don't even know how that, yeah. I like Sometimes the, they're like, they're skinny at the top and then they go down to this great big, huge, like volcano base <laughs> and the girls just work themselves down to it till they're like in a horrible state. And there's no way they're comfortable. <laughs> there's no way. Like they're ruining their insides. I know. It's so weird that this is a whole thing, you know? There's gotta be a, <laughs> there's gotta be a perfect length that why fuck with it? Yeah, I don't know. Why, why, why mess with a good thing? What do you... <laughs> Well, that was a good one. I don't know why the um why there's such disparity. Right. You know, like why does some guy have eight and some guy have five, you know? Like why can't we just all be in the same boat? If we all are the same size, you know, then it would be nothing. Right. But just the fact that you know there's bigger ones out there, it does kind of burn your ass as a dude, you know? Like, I, even if I have a fair size, like, I'm happy with, like, I'm happy with mine, but, like, uh, I know there's guys out there with huge cocks that are way bigger than mine. Right. You know, and then, like, I, I hate those guys. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> like, it sucks that they're out there. Because you're like, well, um, wouldn't, you know, like, we don't, there's no equivalent for, I guess, it's like, like, it is weird, man, that like we would like women uh, like that makes a difference. But there's no there's no opposite that we would be like, right. Like, you can't say tits, you know, like because we like all tits, you know, like let's face yeah. facts. And it's we not like, like all vaginas, a, all vaginas other than one, the steroid ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We learned that. Yeah. We don't I like never that. looked at that picture, though. Oh, it's it's scarred me and our relatives vaginas are gross yes all of our relatives all of our relatives and then uh but other than that they're all great right and and, uh yeah that's true it is weird you look at them a million of them on the internet and they're all pretty much the same you know like yeah serve the same purpose but they're all wonderful in their own way and if you just get a glimpse of a new girls that you're not supposed to see, that's terrific, you know, and it's, and you know what? All of them would think it would be nothing, you know, like if I was to show my dick to a girl, for me to show my dick, nothing, right? It doesn't take anything for me to show my dick, but to them, it'd be a big deal, right? Because oh, yeah. it's on my dick, right? Or it'd be horrifying or traumatic, whatever you, whatever category you want to put it in. And then, uh assault you ever sent a dick pic never me neither no never sent one i've taken many pictures of my dick over the years that but, uh but it didn't pass the test the, the send button test well i never sent it no but they've been in slideshows and wedding albums and such like that oh really yeah yeah you know like if you had one of those like disposable cameras at your table yeah in the like the late 2000 or oh, early 2000 yeah. remember that you you take a disposable camera go take a dick pic and just leave it yeah in the bathroom or whatever it's for an open bar yeah you take those pictures you just take a couple of your cock right at the table just pull your pants open a bit and then just laugh that it, they're gonna be they're gonna see it when they're delivering developing all their <laughs> wedding pictures they'll be like i wonder what i wonder what they're what's on there yeah, we can't wait. I wonder if grandma's on this one. Meanwhile, and then they're developing and they're looking at it like, who's cock? <laughs> I never thought of that. We did it all the time at weddings. <laughs> we did it all the time. <laughs> Some it, was, it was always at the, like, you know, one o'clock in the morning right, idea. Right. You're like, uh, you take the camera, the table camera, and just fucking click a picture of your dick. I wonder. Actually, it's probably like more like a nine o'clock, like right after right. dinner. Yeah. That's when you're the drunkest at a wedding. But I, well, I wonder if there's how many people that are out there. I wonder whose dick that was in that. <laughs> I know. I know. That's the great thing because it's never even on your table. Right. You take it off someone else's table and take the picture and of then it all and then put it back on their table. And all they're doing is, is looking at the fucking guest list and where they're seated. And I wonder who that was. Yeah. I wonder. That's probably who. Because they, they narrow it down to nobody that it 
really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that, man. It was that was like the fun. That was great fun. That would be a fun yeah. party joke. <laughs> yeah, that's so great. I couldn't believe it when they started doing that man, at weddings, man. I remember those days, disposable cameras fucking sliding that fucker sideways, and then all of a sudden, click. Oh, she's empty. Yeah, yeah. I know. I there was a they were there was a time period, a short time period where disposable cameras were a thing. Big deal. Yeah, and then they went away. But in that time period, uh, lots of pictures of my dick. That was the only time, and it would never. It was never known that it was mine. It was always like an anonymous picture of my dick. You're right, <laughs> but it is funny. That is hilarious. We did it in. Um, we used to take pictures. Uh, we used to take slide um, film up to camping with all my buddies. Yeah, and uh, we with our wives and stuff at one eventually, and uh, we would take like like as a throwback to our parents because we remember where our, when our parents were young they would go on vacation and then they'd have everyone who went on the vacation come back and watch the slides from the vacation yeah you know? and, and uh, you do it then so in then like the 90s and 2000 early 2000s we would go get slide film which was like very rare at the time and we would yeah dev- uh, take pictures at our tobemori trip and then go afterwards to my friend's house and watch it and we were one time at his parents' house, and there was a picture of our whole group up at the um, at Tobemori by the big map. Yeah. And uh, uh, he's got the slide projector projecting on the wall, and he says to his my buddy says to his mom like, "Hey, mom, what's uh, Pete got in his hand in that picture?" Right. <laughs> and then, and so his mom goes right to the wall, you know, no to way. see what I got in my hand, eh? And what I had in my hand was my cock, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so you see uh, uh, this poor, this guy's poor mom go right up to the wall and then see my cock and go, oh, oh Steven, God. you know, oh. like <laughs> she was mad at her son. That she just bit, she got hook, line, and sinker right into it. Yeah, saw my cock. Oh, shit, that's it was funny. And my buddy, uh, my one buddy did this where uh, this was, I remember he had I uh, liked to play his music real loud and he bought his first house. He's still pretty young at the time. And he took a bunch of those same I'm telling you like where he would grab the slide camera and take pictures of his dick. And there was one where he just kind of pulled his jogging pants and took the Quick. picture. You could see like the pubic hair and like a mushroom cap, you know? Yeah. And um, so we're playing he's playing the music real loud we're watching the slideshow and his his sisters are there and everything and all of a sudden it gets this one slide it's just like his helmet and the all this pubic hair <laughs> and uh his sisters are starting oh come on like get rid of that you know they're all mad and stuff and then he goes on to the next slide and then and a couple slides further and then um there's a knock on the door it's a police right so they're coming to complain about the noise so he goes to the door to talk to the police and he's saying, I'll turn it down. And he's like getting it, you know, yes, officer, the no, you know, all this stuff. And uh, his back is to the screen. <laughs> and, but the policeman's looking right at the screen. right? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I go to the thing and I back it up to the, so to the, the whole pick. wall is just like his cock. <laughs> and then uh, he's trying to talk like Mr. Honest Citizen, but I had backed it up to his cocks just behind him on the wall. <laughs> so the cop sees it and then we're just like snickering under our breath, you know? And then he turns around. Oh, shit. Was that a drink? Yeah, it was a beer. Oh, I don't think it was very full. Well, it's definitely empty now. Anyways, back to your fucking hilarious story of uh, cops snickering. Or no. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. He was like, pissed, man, because he's because he's trying to hold it together. And then he walks, <laughs> turns around. And just, his face was just priceless. Then we I all bet you couldn't wait up. to get out of there. The cop? Oh, yeah. yeah the cop was fine. He knew we were, the, he, we were fucking with him. Mm-hmm. It was great. But that guy loved getting naked, man. <sighs> At that time, everybody's always got a buddy that was like, yeah, he was my our naked buddy. Yeah, one time he got naked at his own New Year's party at his at this same house, and his sisters were like, "What are you doing? <laughs> like, you, we don't want to see you naked, right?" He's bare naked. He's just yelling like, "It's my house!" We don't like get oh, out. <laughs> we always had a buddy that you walk through. We rent a hotel room after the bar, and he'd fucking. He'd be walking midnight, two o'clock in the morning. He'd be walking through the hallways naked, just fucking streaking. Yeah. Didn't, in didn't the hotel. Care. In the hotel. Didn't care. Get in the elevator, dick out. 
My one buddy in university, he went, he was walking home from the bar and uh, something in his head was just like, I wonder if I can make it all the way home naked. Oh, shit. So he uh, took off all his clothes and then he's just carrying them under his arm and he's walking home nude, right? Like just saying, like, this is cool. And then. Um, cop show up? Yeah, the cop showed up. No way. These days they probably let it go. So he's walking through. I No, he actually ran home. He ran home naked. Oh, okay. So he's got clothes under his arm and he runs home naked and he runs into his house and then he goes to the house and he's just eating chips, watching TV (laughs) and he's um, naked on the couch, right? And the cops come to the door (laughs) and so he, he runs and gets some clothes on quick, goes to the door and the cops say, we have a report of a naked guy who's walking through the town who came into this house, right? And my friend goes, uh, oh, my God, he's in my house. <laughs> right. Should I be scared? Like, should I get out of here yeah. or what? You know, like there's a naked man that is playing it off, you know, like that it wasn't him. And then the cops, I think, were on to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're, not, we're, we're inadvertently saying it was you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Glad to see that you have your clothes on now. But I think that was this guy was hilarious, man. Just like uh, whatever idea came to his head, he did. Right. Like you didn't think of it. I like guys like that. Just stupid. Doing it for the sake not, of stupid. Yeah, just on the off the cuff. Yeah. Whatever, just whatever. I just want to say a couple things, because we got that's pretty much our show for this week. So I just want to say a couple things. I know we're getting close to Christmas season, and I know this is tough time of year for a lot of people. For those of you who are struggling, please. Uh, reach out to the Dutch Hall if you are. Uh, we are one. We're here for you. We don't mind uh, listening to your problems. I've been through it myself. Yeah, I'm happy to be on the other side. So don't let it get you down. You're part of the Dutch Hall crew, and we're here for you guys to have a good holiday. Um, so just remember that. And thank you to everybody who support us over the years. And thank you to Beaver for getting me off my ass to get doing this again. So yeah, buddy. We can start making shows. And hopefully we'll keep uh, sending you guys great entertainment. Uh, until next week, anything you want to say, Beef? No, buddy. You, you pretty well laid her down. Yeah, that's it, everyone. So until next week, we will see you in tea. Happy holidays. See you next Thursday. <laughs>